0: Time for Politics Wednesday. Megan Woods is with us along with Mark Mitchell. Morning to both of you. Morning, Mike. Morning, Megan. Right, let's get into this because this is a big week. First of all, Megan, this Northland cock-up, who owes who an apology?
1: Look, to be perfectly honest, Mike, I don't know a huge amount more than what you've read in the paper, but I think uh, one of the things that I do know is that um, if you cast your mind back there um, to that time. Huge concern in Northland around Delta getting in and the transmissibility, tra- transmission of COVID. I mean, it was a low vaccination population. Um, and it, it wasn't, my understanding is it wasn't a clerical error that shut the, the border. It was the presence of COVID.
0: Yeah, but they wouldn't have been in the area if it hadn't been for a clerical error.
1: Yeah, I'm, that's where I'm saying I don't know a huge about more. I don't know what other cases were at the time. I can't remember. Um, whether or not they were the only case that was the only It, it was it was, lockdown it was lockdown because of them. It was locked down because of them. Or whether there were other cases. No, and it was like, locked down because of them. Yeah. Well I think the fact is the fact is lockdown was used so that there wasn't there wasn't that transmission and everyone was given the better and more
0: So do you uh, does your government owe anybody an apology or are you just gonna ride this one out as well?
1: Uh, look, Mike. As I said, I don't know a huge amount more than you do at the stage. Well, what okay, I know is a government department. What I know is a government
0: department issued paperwork that they weren't supposed to. Realised that they'd made a mistake. You guys knew it three days before the lockdown. No one said a thing. Did a thing about it.
1: Yeah, and and Minister Sepuloni has um, said things this morning, saying that um, that it should not have happened. I think she's acknowledged that. That's in the media this morning. Has she said so sorry? I'm I'm reading what you have in the in the media. Mike. Oh, I, haven't, so, I haven't seen um, anything
0: from Sepuloni. She said sorry.
1: No, in the, in the Herald article, she said that the incident, is, the incident was an isolated one, but it should not have happened.
0: Right. So no apologies. Do you guys say sorry at all? Are you capable of saying sorry for anything at all? Of course, we're capable of saying sorry. Do you want to say sorry for Rotorua? Uh,
1: you want to get into Rotorua now? Okay. <laughs> um, look, Rotorua, Rotorua is is obviously a really really difficult situation, and it has been for some time. I'd just like to point that out, that Rotorua um, didn't just become problematic with, with a TV show on Sunday night, that it's incredibly complex, That and there, there are a large number of homeless people yeah, in Rotorua. Yeah, we know all this.
0: Come on in, Mark, Anytime you want to say, I, I, I shouldn't have leapt on, I apologise about that, Megan. So well, go back I, to Northland, first of all. Does somebody owe somebody an apology, yeah. Mark?
2: Well, number one it sounds like you know more a lot more than what Vegan does, um, might so she has to get herself up to speed on it because this has got an enormous amount of public interest at the moment because um number one, you had a minister accusing or actually accusing these ladies of being prostitutes. Um yeah, that was and happening, and, 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 de- and defaming them. Um and, and by the way, they went up there quite legally. They were given that the, they were allowed to go up there. There was a twenty three million dollar hit to the economy up there. The, the the mayor has um is seeking an apology, I think. I think you're absolutely right, Mike. Um, Why is it so hard, Megan, to just say, sorry, we got it wrong? Um, What is so difficult about that? And in terms of Rotorua, that is heartbreaking. I mean, to be honest with you, I've been on the road for the last two days in Northland and Bay of Plenty, and Sarah said to me, you've got to watch this. And I watched it this morning before I came on Mike's show. And um, it is heartbreaking to see what's happening in Rotorua. But, Megan, I actually policed there for two years. Um, Fenton Street was the Golden Mile. It was a thriving tourist town, um, a beautiful part of the country, and I was there six months ago, and on this show I said to you there is a massive issue in Rotorua with emergency housing, homeless people on the streets, violence um, every night, and you completely totally dismissed it. Now we've got these serious allegations that have come to light, there needs to be a proper inquiry into it. By the way, Tiger Security, uh, police officers in, in Rotorua have told me that they need to be looked into in their association with gang members. And uh, you so,
1: talk about. So, him,
0: Mike, you talk, you talk I am going to introduce talked about Laundry Bunny at some point. Yep. No, he's just
1: he's finished up. So, so go. So, in terms of the homelessness problem in Ro this is something our government has been aware of. To say I just it as just absolute nonsense. We have a homelessness problem in Rotorua. The fact of the matter is the population of Rotorua has grown by 9,000 people since 2013. There's been 1,500 building consents issued. Only some of those houses have been constructed. There simply are not enough houses. There certainly aren't enough social houses. When we came into government, there were 44 fewer than when we left and we have been on a massive building program for having state houses there. We've delivered 209. There's another 300 odd, odd under construction at the moment.
0: None of that solves that the is, problem.
1: Well, it does actually, Mike. I was there three weeks ago, and I was looking at brand new built houses that people were being transferred directly out of motels into. Have you London, been to Lake. the
0: motels? Yes, I have. What I do you when you look old. into those motels and see those people? What do you think?
1: Well. it is not a situation I want to continue. It's not a situation that anyone wants to continue, but I know what the alternative was before, and that was people sleeping in shop doors. And I think if you cast your mind back before the fact that we did have emergency housing in a racial all the conversation was about the crime and lawlessness that was being brought about by people sleeping in shop doors.
0: Mark, go.
2: Well, I I just think, Megan, you're living in a a parallel um, reality if you think that... uh, if you've visited Rotorua and you think that it hasn't gone back rapidly in terms of all the social and violence issues that they're having to deal with as a community, it's, 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 it's definitely got a lot worse over the last three years. Look, Mike. At the end of the day, um, National would restore tax deductibility for interest on rental properties and get rid of the extended bright line test. If you if you saw that the father that had three sons there in, in the house, mm-hmm. he said that they had to move out of their four-bedroom home because the landlord sold it. Um, they didn't want to be in the rental yeah. market anymore. Um, you know, they, they, and the, the, the government's changes have basically contributed to rents rising additional... Exactly. See, and, and, and when you say the alternative,
0: government. Megan, and you paint this picture of sleeping in doorways, what you do is you provide state houses for life. Uh, you don't evict people who are in state houses, and, and you don't involve the private sector the way you could. They're, they're all genuine, tangible alternatives, and you're hung up on ideology
1: that's simply not correct. Under our government, Mike, the money that we give to the community housing sector has increased three or four toll. Uh, we are simply um, providing many more houses and many more... Yeah, you are, but the private really sector the isn't because, as Mark no, points out, they no, don't no, want to be in the sector correct. anymore
0: because you've made it too hard. You don't evict people. It's a statement of fact. It's famous. You don't evict people. They get a house for right. life. You'll
1: Absolutely. never build There's the houses you need to, need to solve to the problem. We certainly don't evict people that need a home, but I also want to go back to a point that Mark made earlier about um, he's heard from the police. Now, the second that we heard these allegations back in April, the first thing that I had officials go back and do was talk to the police on the ground in Rotorua and say, are uh, any of our client safety at risk? Is there anything we need to be doing to protect the safety of the people? There's very vulnerable people who are in our care, and we have been continually checking in with the police. We have brought all the services together in Rotorua. We're operating a hub, and the police are part of that, and we certainly are monitoring that. Megan. We also, three weeks Me- ago, Megan. I'm going to finish, Mark. I'm going to finish, Mark. We also, three weeks ago, brought in a QC to review the complaints process that we had in place for uh, for the tenants in the motels, just to check in and make sure that there was nothing else that we should be doing. We take So really, you're, what
0: you're suggesting, seriously. Megan, is just everything's hunky-dory, Rotorua's fantastic, right. you got QCs, it's wraparound it's services, right. and all's no, good. Are you serious?
1: That's not, what that's not what I'm saying, Mike. What I'm saying so, is so we Megan, have, a, we have a homelessness problem in Rotorua, and the way in which we will fix that is by getting more take You're not fixing it. You will never... You Megan, this that. is
0: the problem. You will never fix it. It's unfixable no. because you've got no. the ideology blocking you. No. can I just... There, there I
1: just is no to ideology, Mike. The, um, are, sorry, sorry, Mark, I'll just have... I'll just, just go, have go quickly, I'll point. get you in, Mark, sorry. Um, okay, so, sorry, the number of people in emergency motels is going down. That is the way you fix it, Mike. The simple fact is it's not ideology, the way in which you fix this is you build more houses, permanent houses, for people to move into. and then For the, the rest of their lives and not get delivering. booted out,
2: it makes no sense. Mark, you go. But, Megan, I'd like you to initiate a proper inquiry into Tiger Security and whether or not they have links to um, gang members, because you've just passed this um, uh, proceeds to crime changes with a, around money laundering. Actually, gangs don't need to launder money. They're getting it direct from the government. When you look at the money that you go to the mongrel mob in the Hawke's Bay... And, uh, and so I'd actually like you to look into that and come back and tell us and tell Mike's listeners that there is no link between the gangs and Tiger Security because those accusations have been made. It's been put out there publicly. You certainly have refuted that in your comments on the show today.
1: All right, so, so you can refute it right now, Megan. Is there a link between
0: the gangs and Tiger Security?
1: Well, I do know that there were two security guards who were not granted a licence because they had links to a gang with their, in, in regard to that particular company. Um, it certainly something I take seriously um, because those security guards weren't um, employed because it was stopped at the licensing part of the bit. All of the security guards that work for Tiger Security, to my knowledge and what I have been briefed on, are licensed security guards. So Tiger Security is a kosher
0: operation in your view?
1: Well, the DIA, uh, 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 we heard last night on the news, and I've been uh, got information on it, are looking at the licensing require- requirements, just looking at that. Look, I'm not opposed to anyone looking at this. In fact, we've been bringing the police in on this and checking with them. We've brought in a QC. We're not saying everything's fine, we're not going to look here. We are probing this all the time. And the reason we have to is there are really vulnerable people who, uh, who we need to make sure... Are safe, right. and
2: that is my utmost. Well, there's, and there's people that say they've been intimidated um, by gang members uh, that are that are on the government payroll. And, and by the way, Vegan is completely consistent with you guys messing around on the fringes with your foreign prohibition order that had no uh, serious, no new um, search powers, completely meaningless. And even your proceeds of crime changes you've made 18 more gang associates a year might lose a motorbike. Cold comfort for the victims of ram raids, aggravated robberies, gun violence and gang intimidation. It's out of control in this country. Quick question, Mark,
0: before you go. Ankle bracelets on 11-year-olds, yes or no?
2: No, we wouldn't put um,
0: ankle bracelets on 11-year-olds. Appreciate your time. Mark Mitchell, Megan Woods. More next week, I'm sure.